0: Welcome back to the Hot as Daily Pick Show for Bellator 273. Got some great fights on slave for tonight. The first Bellator card of 2022. So let's jump right in. <laughs> well, the first fight I want to take a look at for this Bellator card: Ben Parrish taking on Sullivan Coley. Parrish comes into this fight five and one his career. Coley is two and zero. Oh. Um, And as far as Parrish goes, you know, and really for both these guys, they're two very violent fighters. I expect this to be a very, very violent fight. Um, And we look back, you know, both these guys coming off of wins, Ben Parrish, a win over Christian Edwards in his Bellator debut, Sullivan Coley, you know, both... His Bellator fights have been wins, um, and both first round finishes in that Dion Clash and Jason McH- McLand. Um, but you know Parrish coming off of that scary broken leg in his fight before that, um, you never know exactly how a guy like that's going to bounce back. And like we said, he looked good against Christian Edwards. Um, but the fact that he you know uses his leg kicks so much could definitely be a concern. But for Parrish coming into this one. He's got the four-year age advantage. He's got a pretty decent, you know, striking skill set, fast with his hands. And like I said, he's that a kickboxing background, loves to use his legs. Um, and coming off the broken leg, you'd never know exactly how he's going to look, but he looked okay against Edwards. And, and hopefully, you just pray that it holds up and, and he's able to continue doing that. But um, he's a guy who, in the ring, for his size is sneaky athletic um you know his movements around the ring are are very impressive for a guy of his size um and he he doesn't look like a guy who's gonna you know just come out there and and light the world up athletically but he does a pretty good job um collie does have the slight size advantage in this one three inch height advantage a one and a half inch reach advantage um and he does train with ryan bader who is actually fighting you know in the main event of tonight's card um But I'm not super sold with what Kali's done. He is a very good wrestler Um, in his ground game, especially, you know, his next level. He can can do a lot of things there. But his takedown game, um, while it's strong, I think Parrish is going to have some stops for it. I don't know that he's going to be able to just, you know, go in there and and take him down with super ease. Um, Kali is a decent striker, but it's definitely an area of his game um, where he can improve. He does have some nasty elbows, though, so you definitely got to watch out for that if you're Parrish. But um, I do love Parrish in this fight. You know, he's, like I said, a very athletic fighter. A very explosive fighter he's really good at finding his opponent's weaknesses and just exploiting the heck out of it um and for him all five of his wins came via finish his only loss like we said was obviously his broken leg and honestly for this one This fight in general, it's so, so hard to pick because these two guys are so evenly matched, so well-rounded. I'm honestly shocked how big of a favorite the Odd Mixers have made Coley in this one. I would put it near a pick even at plus 150. um, It it just seems so, so far off of of what the actual thing is. Um, I think we can guarantee one thing in this fight, though. It's not going the distance. These two guys love to have early finishes, and and really, I think this fight plays out with Ben Parrish being victorious. I think he gets a KO in the late first round, um, but... Taking Ben Paris just on the money line plus 150 for this fight. Second fight for this Bellator card. Darren Caldwell taking on Enrique Barzala. Caldwell comes into this fight 14 and 5. Barzala is 16, 5 and 2. And obviously for Enrique, you know, coming over, he's got that UFC recognition, got that UFC name, making his debut um in Bellator. And I don't know. I think he might have just signed with Bellator. I'm not sure if he got cut. Um, I don't think he did. I I can't remember. Um, But Barzala, you know, has been a very good fighter. He comes into this one following that draw against Remyon in his last UFC fight. But he's a good wrestler. Um, His stand-up game isn't horrible. He's a fast fighter, and and he can do some damage. But he's going up against Darren Caldwell in in a fighter, a, a former bellator bantamweight champion you know um who is still a good fighter granted losses in his last two and in that split decision loss against hugo um in his last fight definitely would have loved to have had that one but one thing i like about caldwell coming into this fight is the size advantage i think it's going to be very very big for him he's got a three inch reach advantage a three inch height advantage um and he's just a super super athletic fighter he has loads of power and, and he really is just a very good striker In general, but one area that I think he even has the edge over a guy like Barzola is the ground game. I mean, Barzola is all right on the ground, um, and he's he's not bad, but he's going to struggle against a better wrestler. I think in Caldwell, I think Caldwell is just a much stronger wrestler. You know, a former D1 wrestler, um, and he's not bad on the feet either. For for Caldwell, great with setting up the takedowns. I think Barzola is going to struggle with some of those takedowns. And in Barzola's last few fights, it he really just feels. Like, he's almost letting guys take him down at times um, and then trying to work from bad positions on the mat, which is not exactly where you want to be. Another huge question mark I have with Barzala coming into this fight, and really the, the, probably the biggest reason I like taking Caldwell, the gas tank for Barzala definitely scares me. You know, the later these fights go, he just does not seem to be able to hold up, um, and I think Caldwell can definitely utilize that to his advantage for sure. And for Caldwell, um, you know, I think he, he might even have a slight advantage if this thing stays on the feet. Honestly, I don't think it really matters if Caldwell wants to take this to the ground, if he wants to stand and slug it out. I think he has an advantage in both um, fighting styles. Um, Barzala, you know, this is only his second fight dropping down to the bantamweight division. Um, so you never know exactly how, you know, the transition is going to look in his case it probably does actually set up better um and you know the pictures you've seen you uh, know coming out of him right now um he looks like he's in great shape but really for this fight i think the reason the odds you know look the way they do at the moment um is because of that ufc name you know brazala comes over people know the name um and it's definitely boosting the nods in in, in the number in this matchup um don't get me wrong he's a good fighter he's he's a guy who, who does not give up in the ring and if you bet on him um he's gonna be trying to win you that bet the entire fight he's never gonna give up But at this price, I don't think it's worth it. I think Darren Caldwell um, has the much better value. Honestly, I would make him the favorite in this one. I think he wins this fight. So give me Darren Caldwell, plus 110, here against Enrique Brezzala. And the final fight on the Bellator card, Henry Corrales taken on Aiden Lee. For Corrales comes into this fight 16 and 9, Lee is 10 and 5. And for Lee, a win over Alexander Alvarez in his last fight. Um, Corrales got the win over Valve sleeve Puchaka. I definitely just butchered that name. Um so I'm sorry about that. But <laughs> for Corrales, um even though he got the win in the last fight, um he hasn't looked like the best fighter he hasn't looked like his old self he does have losses in three of his last five fights and while he's still a well-rounded guy he's really the the definition of well-rounded you know he's got seven KOs, six submissions six decisions you can't really call a guy much more well-rounded than that um and he is still a good fighter you know we got a solid kickboxing skill set especially with those low kicks you know corrales really likes to attack with those kicks and, and and do some damage to his opponents and he himself is a very durable fighter he can take some hits he's not just gonna you know give up um and he's a guy who's never been ko'd you know and it, it really shows in a fight like this but he's going up against a guy in aiden lee who has a major major size advantage on him in this fight i think the four inch height advantage the five inch reach advantage for lee in this one is just going to give him such a huge advantage when it comes to trying to strike it out not to mention he is nine years younger in this fight which you can go either way and i i go both ways on whether or not you know if you want the young guy or the old guy it's definitely dependent on both fighters and i think in this case corrales feels like he's past his prime it feels like lee is a is an up-and-coming guy who's who's set to make a a pretty good run at something here um lee has a solid jujitsu game um very dangerous with the submissions he can do some damage on the ground but he's also a very solid striker Um, But really for Lee, what I love about him so much is how fast he fights. He's going to come out there, he's going to set the pace of the fight, and he's really just going (laughs) to try and be um, as active and as fast-paced as possible while still using that length to his advantage, still keeping things at range when he can. Um, And I think it is that length and that range that's going to give Lee such a major, major advantage in this one. Um, And it's been interesting how these lines have moved for this fight. Aiden Lee started out as a dog in this fight. Early, early in the week when the lines first came out, quickly moved to the favor here. Um, and I think it's where the odds ended up it is closer to where they should be. I think it's still a little bit undervalued, even still here at minus 125. I wouldn't be shocked if this moves even higher um, before the fight. But this is really just a great matchup for Lee, stylistically for him. And I really just think for Corrales, Lee's size is gonna be a huge issue for him. Um, I haven't loved what I've seen out of Corrales as of late. And honestly, like I said, his age coming into this one, just feels like a major disadvantage so give me aiden lee minus 125 here in this fight that is it for bellator 273 no pick for the main event i'd probably lean ryan bader probably take the dog if i had to bet it but um i really don't love either side and honestly for this bellator card as a whole there's just so many huge lines and, and that's my problem with a lot of bellator cards it's hard to find decent value without laying like minus 600 and stuff but um i do love the dogs we have here i think we got some live ones here on this card but if you want to see more college basketball nba nfl nhl action for this weekend head over to hottipest.com, take a look at all that um as well as follow the hot to man account on twitter instagram facebook TikTok, tock to stay today with everything the computer models putting out over there as well as follow me at hot to chris on twitter and instagram um, as well as the best stamp app where you can get early access to all of the picks um, the second that i record each episode also uh, if you're watching here on youtube hit the like button subscribe to the channel hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content and most importantly drop a comment down below let me know who you guys are betting on for this bellator card and thanks for watching today's show i will see you guys later.